0: The Greek colonies the tyrants. The games did much to unite the Greeks and bind them to the fatherland, but nevertheless large numbers of them had left their homes and gone to other countries. There were three reasons for this emigration. One was that the cities were growing. Many persons who had become wealthy had little share in the government, and they were dissatisfied and restless. A second reason was that those who were not rich were becoming more and more eager to make their fortunes as soon as possible. There were better opportunities to do this in the less settled lands than in Greece itself. Third, the Greeks liked adventure, and therefore a company could always be found ready to go to the eastward, or even to sail away to see what might be discovered in the wonderland of the far west that is, in Italy, or Sicily, or Sardinia. They could land and establish a colony almost wherever they chose, for few of the tribes living along the coast of the Mediterranean valued the shore or the harbors. Indeed, they were often glad to have the strangers come to their lands to trade with them. So it came about that between 750 B.C. and 600 B.C., Greek colonies were founded by the score. Men who wished to mine for silver and gold went to Macedonia. Those who meant to buy fish or cattle or grain or slaves sailed to the shores of the Euxine or Black Sea. Those who expected to get rich by trading in amber and tin journeyed to the coast of what is now called France, for those valuable articles could easily be brought from the north down the river Rhone. In earlier times, settlements had been made in the islands and shores of the Aegean Sea, and now on the islands to the west of Greece, on the shores of Africa, in the delta of the Nile, wherever a company of Greeks thought there was a good chance for trade, there Greek colonies were established. Apollo was the god of colonizing, and of course no colonists would set out before asking the advice of the oracle at Delphi. THE ADVICE WAS EXCEEDINGLY VALUABLE, FOR PEOPLE FROM FAR AND NEAR CAME TO CONSULT THE ORACLE, AND THE PRIESTS HAD MUCH BETTER OPPORTUNITIES TO LEARN ABOUT THE DIFFERENT COUNTRIES THAN OTHER MEN. WHEN A BAND OF GREEKS WHO WISHED TO FOUND A COLONY ASKED THE ORACLE ABOUT THE PLACE TO WHICH THEY MEANT TO GO, THEY WOULD PERHAPS LEARN THAT THE LAND WAS NOT FERTILE, OR THAT THE NATIVES WERE SAVAGE AND WARLIKE, OR THAT THERE WERE NO GOOD HARBORS ON THAT COAST. THEN THE COLONISTS WOULD CHANGE THEIR PLANS AND CHOOSE SOME OTHER PLACE FOR THEIR SETTLEMENT. GENERALLY THE COLONISTS OF ANY ONE COMPANY CAME FROM THE SAME CITY. THEY ALWAYS CARRIED WITH THEM SOME EMBERS FROM THE SACRED FIRES OF THEIR HOME TOWN, AND WITH THESE THEY KINDLED THE altar FIRES OF THEIR NEW HOME. THEY WERE NOT GOVERNED BY THE OLD CITY, HOWEVER, BUT WERE FREE TO RULE THEMSELVES AS THEY THOUGHT BEST. THE COLONIES WERE NOT CROWDED there was room for people to live in their own way the thoughts of the colonists were more original and more bold and for a long while the poets and philosophers of the colonies and the islands were greater than those of the mainland of greece the little island of lesbos was the home of the poet alcius and the poetess sappho alcius wrote chiefly on political subjects but he found time to compose a poem to sappho in which he called her violet-weaving, pure, sweet-smiling Sappho. Sappho herself wrote such beautiful poems that people spoke of her not as a poetess, but as the poetess. One pretty fancy of hers was, THE STARS AROUND THE LOVELY MOON FADE BACK AND VANISH VERY SOON WHEN ROUND AND FULL HER SILVER FACE SWIMS INTO SIGHT AND LIGHTS ALL SPACE. THE GREATEST PHILOSOPHER OF THE TIME, Pythagoras, WAS ALSO BORN ON ONE OF THE GREEK ISLANDS, SAMOS, A BIT OF LAND ONLY TWENTY-SEVEN MILES LONG. WHAT IS A PHILOSOPHER? HE WAS ONCE ASKED BY A KING, AND HE REPLIED, AT THE GAMES SOME TRY TO WIN GLORY, SOME BUY AND SELL FOR MONEY, AND SOME WATCH WHAT THE OTHERS DO. SO IT IS IN LIFE, AND PHILOSOPHERS ARE THOSE WHO WATCH, WHO STUDY NATURE, AND SEARCH FOR WISDOM. There are many absurd stories about Pythagoras. One is that he tamed a savage bear by speaking to it. Another, that as he was crossing a river, the stream cried out, ''Hail, Pythagoras!'' Even though he did not tame bears with a word, or listen to the greetings of rivers, the stories show what a remarkable man people thought him. He was a deep thinker and very learned in mathematics. Some of his teachings, however, were most fanciful. For instance, he thought that as the planets rolled on in their courses, they made a delightful harmony. Why then do we not hear it? questioned his disciples. Because the music is too delicate for the ears of men, was his reply. One of his wise sayings was, Stir not a fire with a sword, that is, if anyone is angry, do not add to his wrath. Another was, Leave not your post without the command of the general, that is, do not take your own life.